Hello and welcome to Ramblings from Nowhere, the longest running podcast in Fentress County, I'm pleased to say. So, this week, Clay, it won't be much longer you're here with if us. the coronavirus keeps going around. Corona, die. Coronavirus can't stop this. We're all good. Sheep. But I, it is the longest running podcast in Fentress County. I have confirmed this. I have talked to the people that know these things. And they said, yes, it is. <laughs> so, granted, it's only been 31 episodes, but it's still the longest. So, Clay, uh, we have a special guest with us this week. Uh, I'm excited. I wouldn't say special. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, well, I guess we, have a, we have a guest on the show this week. Uh, we've talked about getting guests on the show for a while, and we've been trying to get him to come on the show, but, you know, with... All the craziness that's been happening, we haven't been able to. But let me welcome Mr. Uh, Josh Powell back to the show. Hey, everybody. Uh, and I guess depending on your definition of special, I uh, definitely qualify. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this so. uh, this whole like coronavirus thing, it's taken everything <laughs> away from me. It feels like a really cheap 80s movie plot. It's taken away my you vacation. It's taken away my, my freedom to go out and drink with friends and other associates it's just made everything kind of boring uh so is it and when you say 80s movie is it uh top is it top gun or top secret <laughs> i wouldn't even say top gun top gun sucks mm. oh that, that, that's an unpopular opinion i think probably there but yeah <laughs> <laughs> is it as bad is it as bad as back to the future 2 is the question that uh, it's easy to sit there and put blame on that. So, well, now you know the real reason I'm on the episode to debate that for an hour and a half. Great. We will not. We, we will not be debating that. I just had to bring it, throw it out there while we were talking for a second. Uh, so, gentlemen, uh, it's glad to be here with y'all. Um, we're all sequestered in our houses. So, I don't know if anybody else has had anything going on, but uh, Josh, I'm going to let you start this week. Uh, what have you been up to? Well, um, you know, Nashville's got a, a stay-at-home ordinance going on, so it's uh, it's a little eerie out there. Uh, uh, the airport's still open, uh, which I work at. It's uh, very, very bleak. It's a very uh, a challenging time to be in the aviation industry, but... Um, you know, we'll get through it. But besides that, that's that's taken up a lot of my time. Uh, that's really all I've done. Did Brandon ever ask you if you uh, got fired from your job <laughs> that I told him about? I, he either, like, assumed that you were joking after a while or he just felt so bad he didn't know how to, abri- like, to Oh, no, I kept telling him. I was like, no, I kept telling him. I was like, don't tell Josh that you know that Josh tell you. And so that's probably a good reason why he didn't just come out. And I'm sure he assumed, but I just kept laying on. So no, man, no. But then he started like starting to question things like, well, I don't know. Okay. Because I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to try to get him a job with us. He's like, well, he doesn't want to work in Alabama. I was like, no, we're not that focused on Alabama. I mean, yeah, we sell, but I was like, we need another Tennessee sales rep. And it's not like he's, like, you know, having to sell cars. I mean, he actually has to go out and meet with, you know, mayors and, and principalities, et cetera, et cetera. I was like, it'd be perfect for Josh. He's like, yeah, you know what? That'd be right. Yeah, that'd be a perfect job for Josh, man. I'm glad you want to help him get a job. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> actually, oh my hey, God. I might pick so you up on that, all right? Let's keep that in mind. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so I guess Brandon now 
I guess when he listens to this, we'll now know that it actually was a joke. I'm sure he'd be like, no, I knew it was a joke the entire time. No, 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 I kept letting it on. I kept, like, an Oscar-worthy performance. Like, no, man, no, no, really, dude, it's crazy. You know, he's just real down. Dumb. Just, you know, be very positive when we talk to him. The entire time we were all on Xbox Live together, I was like, man, Josh, how you holding up, man? You holding up? <laughs> Josh, like, yeah. yeah, I'm doing okay, man. I told uh, that day when all that was going down, Clay, and you sent me a text and said to keep it going. I told Claire what was going on. She just rolled her eyes and walked out the room. I was like, what? Come on, that's funny, right? And she's like, no. Is there a dog growling? Yeah, that's Bean and Shelby, man. We're sitting here wrestling. Hey, stop. I did did manage to watch a movie. What did you watch? I finally watched Knives Out the other day, yeah. Did you like it? Yeah, good flick. Uh, if you haven't seen it, I recommend it. Uh, um, I think Daniel Craig was was really uh, good in it, and yeah, it's good stuff. I think I the still trailer have not still, watched it. Oh, you need to, Jason. But I think the trailer know, really made it seem more than what it was. I mean, I enjoyed it. I just thought there was going to be more to it. I don't know. If but you yeah. like, if you like action and fast paced, uh, go ahead and skip it. But <laughs> it's uh, it is good. Or Daniel Craig doing his best uh, Kentuckian accent. That's right. I'm looking forward to when he's the next Colonel Sanders in the next line of KFC commercials. <laughs> be perfect. Oh, goodness. Well, Josh, you did play an exciting game of uh, Ticket to Ride last night that you almost pulled out after being uh, blocked, what, two times, three times in a row? The always riveting ticket to ride, yes. Yeah. The 360 yeah. Hey. version, because the Xbox One version is garbage. Yes. It uh, is. It's, gar- it's garbage and uh, pandemic. Isn't it the same where it does not have any multiplayer? Yeah, nothing I like believe. making... Did we like, try both of them? Yeah, nothing like making a board game that, uh, you know, is a popular board game, putting it on Xbox, but then it's couch co-op only. At that point, just play the board game. Yes. <laughs> We we also all of us have been playing uh, Clay. I know you haven't played as much, and of course, obviously, I haven't played much at all. But um, we've all been able to check out the uh, Star Wars Battlefronts Two original trilogy uh, co-op mode. So, what are your thoughts on that? Mm-hmm. I'm digging it myself. It's just fun. I mean, I mean, that was the icing on the cake. We just kept waiting and waiting. I mean, they eventually added the. Uh, sequel trilogy, and then of course they just end it with the original trilogy. But they've done so much good to that game. That is After a, the way it started. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean the game's mm-hmm. been out what four years now. I can't even remember, but you know, after the launch that it had and all the loot box hoopla that was going on and stuff, to still be going strong and probably better than when they launched. I mean, you know. Yeah, it's definitely an example of not giving up on a game, um, you know, because it really had a shitstorm of all those loot boxes and stuff that EA is known for. But, you know, they finally pulled that. I, by the way, I never really had an issue with those loot boxes. They said it was supposed to help you be better, you know, with those star cards, whatever. But yeah. to me, that, that doesn't even really matter. But then again, we've just we've not really been playing a lot of multiplayer against other people. We've just been enjoying no, just playing uh, against the computer. So Yeah. Who's uh, wh- who is your... You guys' favorite character from the Rebellion? I've been playing a lot of Lando. Uh, I enjoy him as far as heroes go. Clay? Uh, I think Han Solo for me. 
I used him once. I've still not used Lando. Mine's Leia. I don't know what it is. There's just something fun about playing Leia with those uh, thermal <laughs> detonators and stuff. Mm-hmm. That and her rapid fire blaster thing. She's got the I don't shield really use too, the shield. Yeah, oh. I don't really use the shield that much. It did get Josh and I out of a pretty hairy little situation the other night, but um, I, I just I just dig her. I haven't even used uh, Luke. I don't think I have before, but since we started playing it again, I don't think I've used him yet. Uh, what about for the Empire? Go ahead, Josh. Uh, Vader. Vader fan. I'm going to go with Bosk. Man, Bosk is, Bosk Bosk. is yeah. so much fun to play yeah. as. Mine, I really dig using uh, Boba Fett. Myself. Where? <laughs> Where? So, But that's a really tight new addition to that. Uh, if you haven't checked it out yet and you like the uh, prequel and the sequel trilogies, then I suggest you give it a shot. I just want to throw that out there, Josh, because I know we've been playing it in clay. Um, anything else, Josh, you want to throw out there? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, Other that's than, uh, that's free content, by the way. So uh, all that stuff's been free content. Yes. So it's yeah. not like you got to buy anything. So uh, um, I think... Well, well, right. Besides the game, but you know, all the all the add-on content's been free, which is great. Um, oh, another fun little fact. I guess we had food trucks in the neighborhood tonight. That was fun. Uh, a couple of those. So yeah, had some some local food trucks. And, uh, yeah, there you go. That's that's all I've done. Which reminds me, uh, real quick, we'll give a shout out if you're in the uh, Sparta Cookville area and you want some great food. Uh, the Chubby Donkey is now delivering. Uh, I don't have this stuff right in front of me, but uh, do you guys know right off the top of your head? I do not. I don't have it. Right uh, now, I knew Jesse was planning to do delivery, but yeah. um, I've not talked to him today. He's working. So. He, he is He is delivering now. I asked him if he could deliver to Jamestown, and sadly he told me he could not. So Yeah, so but, uh, Chubby Donkey's delivering, and then uh, you know with the temporary uh, restrictions on alcohol delivery in the state uh, by the governor, um, uh, Happy Trails, Happy Trails is, is delivering yeah. as well. So, yeah, they've got a – I'm assuming it's mostly the Sparta area for delivery, but uh, I bet if you put a big enough order in, they'll deliver it wherever. I think <laughs> it is, and then they do a – I think they charge a little uh, additional fee if it's so far outside of Sparta. I could be wrong, but anyway. Jay, we're Jay. Well, well, I just it, – it's, it's just what a time to be alive that now we can have alcohol delivered to our homes. Uh, and of course, of course, now I don't drink at all hardly. So you know, it's like, man, yeah. what the crap? Where were you 15 years ago? <laughs> this just reminds me. This is good, what Linda Hamilton will continue to talk about in her narration of the coronavirus <laughs> at the end of times from Terminator 2. Could, could you imagine if they had let uh, alcohol be delivered when we were all in Cutville and just like running strong and everything? I really wanted tequila, and I was able to call the local <laughs> liquor store. They sent me a bottle of 1-800 tequila. Yeah. It was delicious. I know it's Clay, 1800. We, I know it's 1800, but I still have to call it 1-800 tequila. <laughs> Clay, we could get cold duck delivered to the movie. Oh theater. my God! That Andre, that cold duck, that purple drink. Only the shittiest of crappy, <laughs> terrible champagnes, sparkling wine, whatever. My goodness. But just we'll throw that out. Let's move on because we'll just it'll just go fall apart from here if we don't. Uh, Clay, what have you been up to this week? Uh, besides sitting in this bomb shelter, just uh, been playing Xbox and going to work. Um, since I guess we're technically a construction company, we still can go to work. And there's not a lot of, lot of us in the office. There's... 
probably four of us, and we we keep our distance. So, um, actually, just very thankful that we we still have business coming in. It's it's green light. I was taught a bunch of contractors today, and so we've got a lot of jobs lined up. And yeah, so that's good to go. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Xbox. I've been playing good. Uh, best friend Todd got online again. I think he dusted off his Xbox One after a year and a half of just non-playing and. We've been playing some Battlefield 4, and then he bought Battlefield 5, so we've been on that. Uh, Battlefield 5, man, with all these new maps that are all free and everything, um, mm-hmm. it's delightful. We've been having a lot of fun with that. Um, they're they're beautiful in 4K. It's the Pacific front, isn't it? They, yes. Uh, added. It is. There was one before it, too. I can't remember exactly what that was, but I think there's like 17 playable maps now So I, no, in the rotation for Conquest. I've been meaning to dive back in and check out the Pacific front stuff. Um, it makes me think back to was it Battlefield Three, with uh, with the uh, boat level and Admiral Dotson. Oh, that was Battlefield Four, and I actually just got out. Of that. Yeah, I just got out of that, okay. uh, that Parcel Storm. Do you remember that? That's yeah. the one that's yes. got all the islands. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty much what was going on. And Todd was playing the Miami uh, Miami Vice theme song as we were going <laughs> along. So it was like, bow, 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 bow. I'm sitting here just blowing the shit out of people. So um, I've been playing that. I've been playing Doom, uh, the 2016 Doom. And I had to take a break from Yakuza 0 because it's I put 40 hours into it. I'm still not done. There's just so much stuff to do. And it's, and it's you know, usually I'm the achievement whore. I'm not even worried about the achievements. I'm just worried about making the 100% completion in the game. And there's just a lot of stuff mm-hmm. to do. But So I'm just waiting to kind of... Um, to get by before I go jump back into that, but Doom has taken over, and it, wow! I wish I played a long time ago. It's so much fun. It's um, yeah, it's fast paced. It's it's over the top. It's just the finishing moves you can do to all the different types of finishing moves. I mean, you can drop down, and what you do is you hit your joystick, you hit your analog stick uh, when they flash when they've taken enough damage. And uh, and then it does like a little animation where you you know you finish them off and, and that's how you get health back. So if you're in dire need running around, you know you can kill like a, an imp or something. You know get some quick health, turn around and and then kind of uh, go from there. But um, it I'm almost done with it and it makes me want to play the new Doom that's out, Doom Eternal, which it's gotten um, great reviews as well. So yeah, hearing good stuff about that. So. Uh, I would be interested to check it out. I checked out the first one a little bit, but I did not uh, really dive into it too much. Mm-hmm. So, Josh, did you ever give it a try? Uh, yeah, I actually played it some the other day after uh, Clay was telling me about it. And, uh, yeah, it's fun. I mean, I just played, like, the first couple of levels, I guess. But, uh, you know, I do like those finishing moves to get health. Uh, it seems like I wasn't very good at the game, so I was uh, getting health a lot. What? That's all right. <laughs> what? What difficulty were you playing on? Clay, what, which one are you playing on? Uh, when I tried to play this uh, about a year ago, when it, I guess when it got introduced, I played on the hardest difficulty, and I was doing okay. Mm-hmm. I think I was three levels in, but coming back to it, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to enjoy myself. And so I went mm-hmm. uh, the, lo- the level below it, and it's perfect. It, it's just, you know, just buckle your seat, seat belt, and it's like an action movie on steroids. So, Right. Cool. Cool. Clay, did you check out the Resident Evil 3? Oh, man, it's so good, and it's so pretty. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Seems like they fleshed out uh, Res- or, excuse me, Raccoon City a lot in this, uh, from what I remember playing the original Resident Evil 3. Um, mm-hmm. But I did bump into Nemesis, and, man, he was all over it. Mr. X in Part 2 would appear and, and just follow you relentlessly, but to a certain point. Um, Nemesis right. was constantly on me and 
I basically just gave up. It's like, I'm just going to just play this in April. But it's mm-hmm. it's beautiful looking. It's gorgeous, and I, I can't wait to play it, the full game. Awesome. Anything else? Any comic book news or anything? Uh, I'm sure you're going to cover it, but just the disappointment. Yeah, we'll talk about up, that so. here in a minute. Yeah. yeah. I, I talked to Mike today, actually, because uh, I can't get to Cookville. We were supposed to take our the twins to have a one-month checkup, and we're not going to do that, obviously. So I talked to Mike, and he's going to be kind enough to mail me my comic books that I have left. Man. So, Gosh. Uh, that's coming up, and while we're talking, while we're on it, Clay, let's just go ahead and talk about it. Uh, Diamond has uh, stopped accepting accepting new issues during the uh, coronavirus crisis, which means basically no new comics for the foreseeable future. Um, I think was it this week was the last week. Yes, all yes. Of these issues yeah. are the last issues, or yeah. for who knows when. So, it's a sad time if you're a comic book fan. Um, I don't know. I haven't heard if any of the companies are going to do like a digital only thing or anything like that. Uh, I don't know. Uh, here's my question though, Clay. How much is this going to affect our beloved comic books down the road, do you think? I think it might give a chance for some creators to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. But... <laughs> I don't know. The uh, comic book business is, is archaic in the way it deals with things. Um, Diamond, you know, I, I, it still amazes me that there is one focal distributor of all comics in the United States, and that's Diamond. I mean, they pretty much crazy, controls, you know, what goes down. So it's pretty much what happens is, you know, you'll tell your, your comic book store owner, hey, this is, you know, I'd like to order this comic. And they put in the orders. Everybody puts in the orders, and this pretty much what's kind of, Tells you know what a print run is going to be most of the time, uh, but now since they maybe we're just maybe this is just being overdone. Maybe maybe they'll resume in two or three weeks. I mean, who knows really with the coronavirus? But I don't know. I think the comic book industry as a whole, I think it's in trouble. Has been in trouble. I mean, I think I saw something where only ten percent of comic book sales are digital. Everything else is physical. So mm-hmm. it it's going to be a while I think before physical is finally. Well, I don't think it's going to die. I read, I I do read digital comics. I have a ton of digital comics uh, just from where I've bought, uh, you know, graphic novels and stuff or uh, volumes when they were on sale for like, you know, five bucks or whatever, get however many issues. But anyway, um, and I like reading them digital. It's nice, but plus I don't have to find a place to put them, which is even better. But um, there's nothing beats the feeling of having a physical comic book in your hands. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, and it's just I think a lot of that has to do with nostalgia, though, too. I mean, it's what we grew up on. It's what a lot of people grew right. up on. That's true. That's and true. I did see where somebody had come up with an idea, and a lot of other people slammed it because they're wanting people to unite amongst the comic book sellers, the stores, you know, to get by this. Mm-hmm. Someone had said, like, why don't you just send out digital codes to the comic book stores and then sell them, and then when the coronavirus is done with, then the people can have the actual uh, paper copies will be printed out and sent to them. I was like, that's mm-hmm. not a bad idea. It's not. Well, no, uh-uh. We'll, we'll, I mean, we'll just have to wait and see. I mean, because now it's just trying to support Mike. I mean, Mike's been a comic book yeah. store owner for the longest time. And so many people go there. Every, you know, when he was in moderate, no one knew about him being there. 
and then he moved to mm-hmm. Cookville, and he's grown so much. Yeah. And you know, you only make so much money. I mean, it's not like this lucrative business. I mean, he gives no. pretty good discounts on top of. You notice that? I mean, he mm-hmm. gives like what a ten, twenty percent discount. So he's yeah. not like he's making a lot. He gets by. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, eventually, I mean, he will die out. Eventually, they're going to go kicking and screaming into the night, and that's just the way it is. But I mean, I don't see that happening now. But you have to wonder. I mean, how much of, this, of the virus will affect things? And, and that's actually a society as a whole. All these things that are going on now, the changes that have been made already. You know, what's going to stay? What's going to go? So, <laughs> and that's my soapbox for the hour. For now, <laughs> I'm sure we've got another one coming. Josh, any thoughts on that? You know, I uh, I don't I don't read as many comic books as you guys, but just talking about just reading in general, I guess I've always been more of a physical copy kind of guy. I've just never got into the the e-readers as much. I guess I'm just you know an an, an old man or whatever. But uh, I agree, I do like you know holding holding it in my hands, reading it. You know, I've just I've always been a fan of that. Yeah, but as I said though, the thing is with digital, you don't have to find a place to put it. It's so nice. <laughs> And, and that's the argument too, I, though, Jason. I mean, yeah. that's that's the same. It's it's the same with movies. It's the same yep. with games. That's true. Uh, with movies, <sighs> I was I'm 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 just now starting to break myself of the needing to have a physical copy of my movies. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, there's still some that I will like actively seek out and purchase the physical copy of. Like for instance, even though I don't know why I'm going to buy it, uh, Star Wars. Uh, episode 9 when it comes out I will go ahead and purchase it just because of the collector mentality and wanting that physical copy uh, but for the most part I'm trying to wean myself off of that and just stick to my digital stuff mm-hmm. uh, I, I mean I turn around and look I've got a uh, two bookshelves full of Blu-rays and crap that I, I they're just sitting here so I'm gonna it's it's a slow thing I mean the book the books are the same way for me. There's some books that I actively seek out wanting to get. Uh, video games. Video games is the one that I've really cut the cord on for the most part, though. When I think about it, um, I can't remember the last physical vi- copy of a, of a video game I bought. Mm-hmm. Listen, if I'm, I'm playing right video now. games, I don't want to have to stand up and put a disc in, all right? I'm over that. Right. Right. Well, I guess, right. I mean, for us, I mean, we're getting older. And I'm surprised, actually, to hear that. I mean, about a lot of us is going to digital. Um, I don't know. I w- it always feels like it's the older generation that, you know, takes a while to adopt new things, obviously. But, I mean, we grew, you know, up, we grew up, I guess, at the perfect point, right? I mean, the, the transition. The surprise, yeah. The surprising one for me, though, I just now looked over, was I dropped uh, CDs like a rock, you know, mm-hmm. having that physical copy of music. uh I, I don't anymore. I couldn't even. Uh, I can't, really can't tell you the last time I bought a CD. I mean, just ra- well, it's whenever I bought the Rush box set, I guess, or something like that. But anyway, uh, I I just don't need it anymore. I I use. Uh, we've got Apple Music, and it, we family share it, so I can pretty much just you know listen to whatever I want, and it saves a whole lot of space. I think that's my biggest thing is moving to digital and getting space back. You know, that way I can put a Barbie dream house where all of the DVDs are. You I was about to say, you have a five-year-old you know, and now and you know, now twins. You need yeah, yeah, you need all the space yeah. you can get. Yeah. Slowly, the man cave has become 
the Barbie cave, <laughs> and it's still in the process, but it's happening. <laughs> My Xbox gentleman is now upstairs. Wow. Instead of downstairs, yeah. But I did that, you know, just so I can be closer if Claire needs me or something like that. Well, so it, you know, right now I'm looking at my DVD collection here, and I've got maybe 15, maybe close to 20 Xbox 360 games still sitting here that I never got rid of. Yeah. I've got random-ass DVDs sitting here. I've got some... A signed copy of Geely. That came from you for Christmas. I really appreciate that. That's right. You're welcome. It was hard to get that autograph. But I've got like pretty much the basic needs, though, for physical. I mean, I've got the Lord of the Rings on Blu-ray, the extended editions. And then I've got the Matrix, uh, the entire series of that. I've got the Dark Knight trilogy. And I've got uh, Alien Quadrilogy. And then I've got a couple other Blu-rays here and there. But, you know, I thought about getting that entire Skywalker nine-disc. Well, actually, it was more than nine-disc, but I was all nine-disc. The 4K one. Yeah, I was like, man, screw that! Like, why wow, when I could just watch it digitally now? Now I no longer have to sit there and feel the need like this collector mentality. Of, you know, I bought it as VHS. I bought them as you know DVDs, several different DVDs, and then you know, of course, mm-hmm. I've got them several different Blu-rays, and then I've got like a collection that has all the all six of the original and the prequel. Go ahead. So this last this last thing I will say on this, I'm going to move on. Uh, Star Wars is one of the few where that collector mentality does kick in for me mm-hmm. and need that physical. Like I've actively been on eBay seeking out uh, the uh, CBS Fox VHS copies with the with the artwork for those on them because that's what I grew up watching was those. Oh yeah. Uh, and so that's something I want to have. But that Star Wars is one of the few that I can think of right off the top of my head where the the collector mentality really kicks in for me. Uh, uh, well, except for Episode Nine, because I really don't need to buy the novel and the uh, visual Excuse dictionary me. to get the whole movie. But anyway, uh, I don't know. We'll see. I, I just hate that. I hate that I don't get comic books, even though I hate that I do collect comic books again, you know, it's uh, it's just one of those things, but you just always hate to hear something like that, so I'm hoping that um, everything good will come of this at some point, we hope, so <laughs> <laughs> so uh, other than that, uh, gentlemen I am still going through uh, Star Trek Next Generation, and uh, have not got to watch the final episode of Picard for this season. Clay, I'm going to assume you still haven't watched it. <laughs> no, I haven't. Dude, I'm telling you, man, it is so good. Uh, seven and nine come out, come back. I think I said this last week in this last episode, not the fun, the finale, but the uh, penultimate, penultimate one. And uh, gosh, it's good. I, it, it's the most I've been jazzed about Star Trek, and I can't remember when. I mean, you know. So uh, all those are free now, right? Didn't they? Didn't they release? All- uh, they're doing. Yeah, they're doing. A, I can't. I think it's a one month or something. It's free one Where yeah, where you can watch all of uh, well, all of CBS or is it all of CBS All Access or just Star Trek stuff? I don't know. Maybe just the Star Trek. Stuff. Yeah. So you know, there's a lot of companies I think trying to throw people bones while they're just sitting at their house. Yeah. So. So. There's that. Uh, that's about it for me. Other than one thing I did want to bring up, uh, as I have documented, I am a huge NASCAR fan, and sports being gone hadn't affected me any until NASCAR was gone. No. And then I and, and then I felt uh, everybody's pain. 
I know you guys in baseball and the Cubs and everything and the home opener. Uh, I, I was just like, you know, I'm good. I, you know, don't really need, don't watch basketball anymore, blah, blah, and all that. Uh, and then I was like, oh, man, Sunday I don't have a race to watch. But then Fox broadcast the virtual NASCAR race series. That's a pretty cool it idea. Was, it was awesome. It was really cool watching uh, all these uh, NASCAR drivers and their home rigs. Uh, Denny Hamlin won the race, and he had a full enclosure around him. And the whole nine yards had the had the surround screen. The let's see, had the three monitors set up all wow. around him, so he can get the full effect. You know, of uh, your side mirrors and blah blah. Your, uh, it was just really cool. Uh, just wanted to bring that up real quick because I was excited. <laughs> so, and I know they're doing other virtual sports too because I know hockey has done some. I don't know if the Preds have done anything, but I know that uh, NHL's been doing some. Uh, you can, NBA can't do it because NBA 2K crashed when the season stopped. So they're all, I don't know if they get that fixed yet. Well, Hockey, then, uh, the Preds actually are doing something neat. They've been uh, showing uh, replays of, of games on uh, you know Fox Sports South or whatever and um, with, with special commentary, especially on Twitter and stuff. But uh, you got players on there kind of like live tweeting the game that were actually in the game mm-hmm. talking about it and stuff. So that's kind of neat, but yeah. So, you know, here's the thing, and I've heard, and because I follow NASCAR, um, I've seen a lot of this. I don't know if it's been the same with other sports, but, you know, Fox has been do- Fox has the broadcast rights for the first half of the season, and then NBC takes over in the second half. Well, they've been showing races uh, in play uh, up until they did this virtual stuff. They've been showing um, races from last year or the year before. Uh, who and I was like, I don't want to watch that. I would much rather watch a race from like the six, well not sixties, the seventies or the eighties or even the nineties. You know, go back further and let's watch some of this stuff that you don't see. See how the sport was before, and I think that would be cool to see with some of these other sports too. But I'm sure it won't happen. The uh, you know, I would like to uh, since we're talking about sports, I, I'd like to have a. Uh, some recommendations here for some sports substitutes, if that's all right. Um, today, obviously, my March 26th was supposed to be opening day of baseball, uh, which is uh. sad for all us baseball fans. Uh, hate, hate to see that that's not going on, but obviously understand. Uh, it was supposed to be uh, Saturday morning. Clay and I were supposed to leave to go to Chicago for our uh, 11th straight opening day at Wrigley Field on Monday together, but... Uh, Hopefully that's postponed and not canceled, so we'll see. But um, in the meantime, I have uh, found a couple of things on TV to watch uh, in the sporting world that I uh, didn't even know existed before, so um, we'll go through a couple of these here. Uh, one of them, it's, a, uh, it's called Alpine X. Uh, it's one of the Red Bull sports. And uh, so get this, it's downhill ice skating racing. So, uh, you know, it's four people at a time on ice skates that are, like, going through, like, this downhill course with, like, jumps and tight turns and stuff. It's pretty actually intense. So, uh, Alpine X, guys, check that out. Um, and then on uh, over the weekend, uh, ESPN did uh, the Ocho. The Ocho, and, uh, yeah. And I watched uh, one of the oddest things I've ever seen. It was uh, 
dodgeball, except for it was there was a guy that was standing in the back on either side of the court that was juggling like bowling pins, <laughs> and the object was you threw you tried to throw the ball and get the guy to drop one of the pins, and that's how you scored a point. So you know, two teams of five or whatever, four people throwing the ball, one guy in the back juggling. Who just imagine being the guy juggling, waking up, getting ready for game day, like. <laughs> Just getting, just you know, excited about. I can't wait to juggle. Well, the thing about balls. it was, is ESPN was like really into it. They were like introducing. They were like, yeah, it's uh, uh here's a uh, team Viper or whatever, and uh, Clay Dobson's their, you know, their lead player. Like, I guess, uh, yeah. <laughs> the two, two really Brand, Brandon, Bradley, Brandon Bradley on the juggling. Right. Oh the two juggling. really funny things about it was, is I guess there's not enough people in this sport that know how to juggle, so some of the teams had the same <laughs> juggler. They just never played against each other. <laughs> and then uh, also there was a team, they introduced two of the people, and the other two people declined to have their names on TV. So they just <laughs> <laughs> Did they have their uh, faces blotted out too? No, but it was like they didn't want to be like I guess they didn't want to be able to be Googled and that showed up. So yeah, that's, that's, that's some recommendations there. Juggling dodgeball or whatever that's called. I totally watch a show about old women awesome. knitting, like extreme knitting or something. So, so hey, just re- real quick, have you guys watched this uh, Netflix series on the, the Tiger Dude? You know what I'm talking no, about? No, but. Almost I've heard everyone about I know has. Everybody, it is blowing up. I'm going to have to watch this because it's all anybody's talking about online is, I can't remember the name of the show right now. I don't have it in front of me. Tiger King or Tiger King or something. The Tiger King or something like that. Apparently, this is just like insane nonsense that happens in it. So, just wanted to ask if anybody got to watch that yet. Any more sports, Josh? Sorry. Uh, that just made me think of that. Really no, I think I said I watched some curling, too. But that Alpine X stuff, <laughs> like I turned it on for five minutes, and an hour and a half later, I was still watching it. I got really into it. <laughs> okay. let's uh, All right. Let's move on into a little bit of news. Uh, we're going to kind of breeze through this a little uh, tonight. Uh, first up, uh, not a big surprise, uh, Wonder Woman 1984 mm-hmm. has been pushed back to August. Um, along with that, In the Heights was postponed, and uh, unfortunately for my daughter, who was really excited, Scoob has been postponed. So, you know, I mean, we're just going to keep seeing this happening. As long as this is going on, you're going to see these movies getting pushed back. Uh, it was interesting. Uh, Warner Brothers said that there would be no uh, early-to-digital release for Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, this was meant to be seen in the theaters, which uh, I understand. Uh, so, you know, that's the way it is. I just want to throw that out there because I'm pretty sad about that. I know my wife is uh, really destroyed because it was her birthday present was to get to go watch Wonder Woman. She was really excited. So, so now she just doesn't get a birthday present. That's, that is <laughs> no, the birthday I don't have present. to worry about it. Exactly. No, I get to push it back till then, so I just don't worry oh, about it go. right now. It's like, there you go, delayed. Now... From there, let's stick with the comic book movie news. Um, I don't know why people do this, but uh, did you guys know that it was the fourth anniversary of uh, Batman versus Superman? Did not. No. No. Well, fans are celebrating online by putting their favorite stills from the Zack Snyder movie on, up. Five people. Uh, do you Five have people. and no, and no one's put anything up? That's great. Do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite one? 
I've got some here. I'm, I wasn't gonna go through them. When they realized I that uh, his mom, their and moms have the same name, whatever, right? That happened, right? Like Martha. There's well, obviously that that has to be Martha? one. I mean, you know, actually, it's Martha? You know, if there was one, is it Martha? If there was one, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> <It's all right. laughs> Martha. If there was one still, I <laughs> <laughs> sorry. All right, I'm done. If, if there was one that I would put up there, it would be when you see uh, Wonder Woman come out in her full costume. You know what I'm saying? That would be the only thing I can think of in the entire movie that would be worth putting on Twitter. Of course, this all is part of the whole release of Zack Snyder cut of Justice League, which we've talked about, the, about it before, and I would rather, you know, I don't know, do anything than watch the Zack Snyder cut, I'm pretty sure. So... There's that. Do you guys have a favorite steal that you can think of from Batman versus Superman that you'd like to put out there? Clay has said his, Martha. So, Josh. Uh, the end credits. <laughs> when the movie was over. You mean at the end when they show the, the stinger with Lex Luthor? Is that what no, you're I'm talking about? No, I'm talking about actually when it rolls the credits. <laughs> yeah. When it cuts to black. Okay. Yeah, when the, I just when the movie's to, over. Yeah. I just wanted to clarify that real yeah. quick. So, just want to make sure. Uh, Clay, this is kind of interesting. Uh, Twitter's been kind of blowing up, and it's getting a little bigger. Uh, comic pros want Marvel and DC to team on a new epic crossover event. What do you think? It's th- been what, since 2003 when JLA Avengers came out? Uh, yes, it's 25 Yes, twenty five years since the last DC and Marvel comics crossover. God, it's happened. been 25? That came out? 25 years. Are you talking yep. about, like, okay, it's when, hard to believe wait, wait, Are you talking about, like, when they did the whole uh-huh. amalgam thing? Uh, it says here... Because JLA Avengers here. came out in at least the 2000s, because you're making me feel way too well. It says... Uh, uh, with the okay. 25th anniversary of the last DC and Marvel Comics crossover approaching, uh, Gail Simone kicked off a moment of positive Twitter energy with one simple question. What would you like to see in a new Marvel DC crossover? So, that's all they're saying. I'm assuming it's... the 1996 DC versus Marvel, Marvel versus DC. So they're, they're not counting. Like, they're I guess, not counting. I guess they're counting that other stuff. No. Uh-uh. Yeah, dude. I would. Uh, I, you know, I think it's time for something new. I mean, definitely DC. I'd be DC. down. It'd be fun. Yeah, it'd be fun. I would love to see something like that. Um, I've all, I was always a big fan of those um, old crossovers. First one, you know, comes to mind for me is the DC is the uh, Superman Muhammad Ali one and all that mm-hmm. stuff. I realize that's not Marvel, but, you know, it's always fun to see those ones. Uh, although I was not a big fan of the Marvel-DC crossover. <coughs> it just kind of fell apart at the end. As long as Bendis so, isn't writing anything, I'm just kind of grown tired of Bendis. Well, uh, Gail Simone said, uh, Vision, Mr. Miracle with Tom King. Oh, yeah, Biden, definitely. Uh, Th- uh, Thor, Wonder Woman with... Uh, uh, Donnie Cates, I guess. Isn't he the one that's writing the Thor right mm-hmm. now? Am I thinking right, Clay? Yeah. yeah. And then the Superman, Spider-Man by Brian Michael Bendis. Okay, Brian Michael Bendis does write a good Spider-Man. Ultimate that's about Spider-Man. the only thing. So That's about the only thing. Uh, his Miles Morales Spider-Man was good, too. I'll give him credit. I, I used to like his stuff, but it become lots of talky-talky way too much. Uh, Josh, any thoughts on that? You know what? Not really. <laughs> I didn't think so. It's all good. <laughs> Here's one you might have some thoughts on, actually. Uh, with everybody being uh, stuck at home right now, uh, Polygon run a little thing. Here's five digital games worth 
your tabletop group's time. And seeing as how we are a tabletop group ourselves, along with a few other friends, uh, let's see if we play any of these or if you would be interested. The first one is Tabletopia. I have never heard of it, although they say here that it is slick as hell. Based off the name, so. it makes me not want to play it. It's not a sexy okay, name at all. Let's see. It's a virtual board gaming platform accessible through something as simple as a browser window that allows you to hover over digital versions of your favorite board game, like StarCraft, but instead of moving little space marines and aliens around, you're moving around 3D rendered game pieces and stacks of cards. Okay. Apparently people like Yeah, I just looked it up. Uh, play 800 plus board games online for free. I mean, okay, yeah, that sounds cool. Some of them, some of them in here are... Uh, Altiplano, uh, Orleans, Scythe, and Wingspan. So there's that one. Uh, Galaxy Trucker Extended Edition. Um, looks kind of fun just from what we're looking at here. Can be played in real time or turn based mode. Also has a full fledged single player campaign. A rarity for digital board games, it says here. And it accommodates up to four players locally or, or online. You can find it on Steam, GOG, iPad, iPhone, and Google. Uh, Labyrinth, The War on Terror. Looks like, uh, I think the name pretty much says it all. Is that based on the movie, uh, Labyrinth? I wish, <laughs> but no. That'd be great if you could play as David Bowie. Yeah. Uh, there's actually a, a Sky... Play as David Bowie's card piece. What? <laughs> oh, oh. Let's just move on from that one. Uh, you can do, you can play Scythe, the digital edition. Josh, uh, I think we talked about that a little bit the other night. Uh, I don't. It's probably pretty fun. Yeah, I mean the great, the the board game is um, great. So yeah, it's on Steam. It looks like. Uh, I'm trying to say no. That's all it says. Uh, Terraforming Mars. I think you did. You just get that, Josh. Yeah, I just bought the uh, physical copy of that, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Whenever we're all out of quarantine, we can give it a shot. Give it a try. <coughs> I'm going to throw in, Josh. Uh, we've talked about it, and I, we haven't got to play together, but uh, the Mystic Veil one uh, is a good one. And, yeah, that's a great port uh, on uh, iOS. Yeah. Uh, Ticket to Ride is another fun one. Are we uh, come out with the Trogdor version? That's going to take like 35 minutes to read. Trogdor? Uh, no, uh, it's, it's bogged down in rules, so... Man, that game still reading the instructions to that game. game should not be that difficult. To yeah, play. I read that they're uh, so. speaking of games. You know, Gloomhaven's on Steam, uh, except it's uh, yes. still the beta. Yeah. Uh, That's so crazy. Yeah, uh, so you know, full version coming out later this year. But I read an article that they're, uh, you know, the next patch that comes out is going to include multiplayer, and apparently there's a big push to get that out uh, sooner than later while everybody's stuck at home. So, but the single player of it, I messed around with it for just a few minutes. Is uh, looks like a really good port, and uh, you know, could be a good way to play the game. So, I would like to play the one I own sometime and beat the first flipping board. Well, that would be nice too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It only took us half a day to set it up. So. Um, and now, you know, I would I would like to say that, well, it wouldn't take us that long because we have, you know, we played it and we know what we're doing, but that's wrong because we haven't played it. It's been, how long is it? It's almost, it's been over a year since we played it, so I know it'd be like learning it again, actually. Yeah, which is crazy. I, know, I so, actually have a, a longtime friend, I know he's on the Facebook page, uh, that uh, plays it pretty often, uh, Isaac, 
um, he's got a group that he plays it with, and I guess mm-hmm. you know they're they're pretty far into it, and I know he's having a blast with that. So uh, it's easier when your when right. board game friends and your and and whatnot don't live across the entire state of Tennessee. It's easier to get together. This is true. This is very true. From uh, it would be nice, but one day when this damn virus is done, we will play board games again. That's right. <clears throat> and one day we'll play D&D again whenever I can find time to uh, or a good time to go and play where I don't have to worry about the twins. Uh, Jonathan, I still have not read my stuff. I promise I will one of these days. Uh, well, gentlemen, we were going to do a little bit more on the Facebook side of things, on the group page, but we are running a little long. Um, uh, we got to talking and had a good time, and I'm just going to hold that for a future episode if that's okay with you guys um, we're just going to move straight into some emails this week Clay I have three emails and one of them is from a person that has joined us tonight so I am going to read his first yeah. and let him answer first right. this, this email is from one Josh Powell it says what are some of your favorite local restaurants all right, so so the reason behind this question obviously is is that you know uh, at least in Nashville, uh, but I think it's really kind of going out to the whole state now. In Nashville, you know you can't dine in in any restaurant. Um, stuff is only uh, takeout uh, or delivery. Um, so you know that's really hard on a whole lot of uh, of local restaurants. So I thought maybe we could pitch a couple of our of our favorite ones, so um, yeah, I'll answer first. Why not? So uh, I live in in Nashville, obviously, but in my part of town, I think uh, Nectar. If anybody's in this part of town, is great. It's a little uh, Mexican restaurant, it's fantastic. Um, obviously, Party Fowl. If you're into the Nashville hot chicken scene, it's great. Um, but then you know, for Cookville, I know we got a bunch of a whole ton of listeners in Cookville. I mean, probably at least two or three. Um, <laughs> thank, thank you. Thanks for bringing that to the forefront, <laughs> jerk. <laughs> uh, you know, if you're in Cookville and listen to this podcast, let Josh Powell know that you listen to it, please. That's right. Uh, two or three hundred. Kick him in the nuts next time you see him. <laughs> you know, I, I haven't lived in Cookville for, I don't know, it's been a long time now uh, uh, that I've lived full-time in Cookville, but uh, some of the classics, you know, uh, big fan of Father, Father Tom's Pub and what they're doing. They closed there. down, man. Are you serious? Did they closed yeah, it down? Closed down. When did it close down? Um, like for yeah, good? for good. It was open like really? last week. No, they're closed. Steven is... Stephen just posted food from there. I thought, or did he move? No, again? he moves. So. I thought I thought that oh, okay. beer posted something okay. from there uh, like, a, like two weeks ago. Nah, I talked to him as well. So he's in oh, the, that's a sad. Well, that's a that's a sad well, day. That's a yeah. poor recommendation then. Yeah. So <laughs> cancel that. Cancel one. that. One. <laughs> uh, yeah, the wagon wheel is another good one out there. Uh, the ho- the hog barn is another good place to get food. First of all, the wagon wheel is closed down and. Oh, man, all the good been, places are closing down. has been closed down, and that's not even a restaurant. Do you remember? Listen, no, <laughs> just but you remember you when we went out there for your birthday and they had the bar no, no, no. take you a restaurant. Listen, we went out there for your birthday and they had the buffet going that night. I don't know who that was, but yeah, that, <laughs> we I went to several places on the bar crawls where they were doing buffets randomly. 
<laughs> Jason, a potluck at a bar doesn't count as a restaurant. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. Hey, man, we got some cold pizza. Anyway, anyway I'm sorry. I'm Three sorry. Books. Go ahead, Josh. I'm sorry. I don't have Cookville recommendations, uh, apparently. <laughs> we'll leave. We'll skip it. Clay, Clay, what do you got? I, I recommend Char. I mean, I know a lot of people that work there. And so, yeah, I mean, I always enjoy their food. I'd say Crawdays, but I've not been to Crawdays a long time. But I do tell people that I've never been to Cookville or are going to be in Cookville. We'll go to Crawdays as well. But I keep hearing the quality of food is, is lacking. And uh, I would say go to Father Tom's. It's a it's a nice, nice place. So These are the worst recommendations ever. Oh. We're nominating places that are closed. And then the uh, one of the places you recommended, you said that the food quality has really been going downhill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being honest, but anyways, yeah, Father Times is still open, uh, but yeah, definitely hit them What's up. the crap? Yeah, I was just wanting to pull another one on you guys, so that's fine. Very believable. <laughs> See, I just sit there very straight face, like, yeah, man, it's crazy. Crazy shit, man. The, uh, of course, go to the we Chubby Donkey. I know that's not in Cookville, yes. but yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. We, we pitched it, but I'll pitch it again. Seriously, that Chicana burrito is amazing. Yes. Uh, the beef the beef and cheese empanadas. Oh, my gosh. So uh, the Pizza Hut uh, in Livingston, because it's still a restaurant that you go sit in. <laughs> they have the buffet. So, delicious. What about the apple dish or apple lightning or whatever it's <laughs> I called? would never recommend that at all. <laughs> it's soured, hasn't it's it? It's soured a lot. It couldn't, it couldn't be because of the girl I used to date that worked there. So. Oh, my goodness. All right. Uh, let's see. I'm in Jamestown. Uh, Henbo's. Drive-through is really good. They make a mean sound. I like when you come out of Hembo's, uh, you smell like cigarettes, even though no one was smoking. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Um, let's see. Other than he's like that, they make a um, mean cheeseburger dog that's been rolling on the grill there for a few days. <laughs> I will say, in, in, all, in all seriousness, the Dairy Mart has the best cheeseburger in town. Uh, they make a uh, it's a home homemade one, and it's amazing. Um, but I mean, you know, uh, we're we've got a McDonald's and a uh, Dairy Queen and a Pizza Hut, and we're about to get a Taco Bell. They're going to bulldoze Ooh. the old Hardee's. They're bulldozing the Hardee's building to put in a heart, uh, Taco Bell. So, big time. And we have a song. Dude, I, Jason, I remember how sad you were when the Taco Bell in Jamestown closed. Man, you remember when you hit me in the head with a freaking snowball going to Pizza Hut that time? You I don't recall that. that. Terrible. But anyway. So there's that email. There's some excellent recommendations in there. Uh, next up, we have one from Glenn. Uh, he was worried that he would be late with the email, but fortunately for him, we recorded a day late as well. So he says, so you may have already recorded, and I missed this week, but you'll get it next week, and it is far from the end of the world. MLB was supposed to, supposed to start this week, and I know Clay and friend of the pod, Josh, were supposed to be in Chicago for the Cubs' opening day. They should find a better team to root for. I would suggest some snakes here in the desert. We beat the Yankees in the series once, but I digress. My point is, when the world returns to normal, what sort of adventure with friends would you like to go on? It could be sports-related or otherwise. Some of my great adventures were renting a car in England with a couple of friends and driving to Scotland, hiking to the hiking the Grand Canyon, and several cross-country road trips. I'd love to hear some hear about some of your guys' favorite adventures or some you'd like to take when the world is back to normal. So I often forget what that there's sort of a baseball adventure? team in Arizona. 
<laughs> oh, yeah, they did win the World Series. Oh, that's right. And then it was totally forgotten. Uh, places I would like to go, I would like to go to either Dragon Con or E3 or San Diego Comic Con with you guys. That would be a lot of fun. Unfortunately, they've all been canceled, yeah. so, you know. But that's sad. Yeah, that's what uh, I'd like to do. For me, yeah, we've always. For me, ahead. when when this gets lifted, I I want to do all the stuff that I that I'm missing out on right now, and I'm willing to do it all at the simultaneously if possible. But like, go see a concert, <laughs> watch a movie, um, go see some sports, uh, you know, lots of stuff. I'm missing all that stuff. <laughs> If only this was a video podcast and you guys could see what I'm looking at right now. <laughs> Man, stop it. Oh, my God. Going to town on Shelby's butt. Back. Excuse me, not butt. Back. <laughs> it was technically her back. But Shelby's just looking at me like, what are you, what's going on? Why are you letting him do this? You know what? Uh, I'm with Clay. That'd be uh, what he said. Would be fun. Dragon Con and all that stuff. Uh, I think we'd kill each other if we all went together on a cross country road trip. I don't think we'd survive. Uh, but honestly, for me, it would be nice just to either get together and just play board games again, or go watch a movie again. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's the last the last thing we we did as a group together was watch uh, Star Wars. Yep. And you know, it'd just be nice to get back to normalcy. So that's mine. Great question. Great email, Glenn. Thank you. Uh, lastly, we have one from uh, one Brandon Bradley. It says, Welcome to the world of tomorrow or past or present. Jason and Clay and Josh this week. I've been going back through and watching Futurama. So my question, in the Matt Groening universe or MGU, would you rather live in the present in Springfield, USA, New York, and 3020 with robots and aliens or the past in the enchanted kingdom of dreamland with all the mythical creatures there's not there's no not answering this question clay yes all your friends and family and dogs move with you and then i have some more after that but we'll go with this oh, i'm first. going to the future uh, is the best set of all the growing i agree that's mine Josh? Yeah, no, same. Futurama, that's, that's good stuff. If New York's still okay. around in 3020, that'll be great. <laughs> Y'all been playing too much okay. division. A- actually, we haven't yet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, as for last week's question, it was really just a test to see if you guys are as good as you say you are. It definitely was not me looking up the wrong answer. He's talking about Black Canary being a DC Comics character. Brrr. So... He has another question for us. That, by the way, was the simplest comic book question of all time, maybe. Yeah. He says, which of these bounty hunters do not appear in Empire Strikes Back? A, Dengar, B, Boba Fett, C, Aurora Singh, Singh. or D, Bosk? Aurora Singh. And you are correct, my friend. That was way too easy, Brandon. Bring it. You're going to have to do better. And his last question is Bunny Bread or Wonder Bread? Neither. I had some garbage. I had uh, I grilled some hot dogs today, and we had Wonder Bread because that's the only thing that the store had. Well, Wonder Bread hot dog buns. So I'm going with Wonder Bread. I'm going to go with Sarah Lee. Uh, that wasn't one of the two choices, but that's what I'm going with. <laughs> that's what I'm going <laughs> with. I ain't going with those garbage breads. Screw that. Okay. 
Excellent emails this week, gentlemen. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everybody else, for sending us in those emails. Please keep them coming to rfn.podcast1 at gmail.com. Clay, Josh, are you ready for some geek history? I am ready for some geek history. And I would also like to give a recommendation, even though you guys don't do this anymore. Okay. Hold on. (laughs) But, yes. First up, geek history. Clay, can you... Can you roll us ah, into this? Ah, moments in geek history. <laughs> Thank you, sir. American director and screenwriter Quentin Tarantino, whose films, including Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction, are noted for their stylized violence, razor-sharp dialogue, and fascination with film and pop culture, was born on this date of March 27th, which is when this will drop. So, there you go. Happy birthday, Mr. Quentin Tarantino. Happy birthday. Uh, Long time listener of the podcast, Quentin Tarantino. We hope so. He he is originally from Tennessee, so yeah. the Knoxville area. So you never know. It could happen. Josh, you have a recommendation for us this week. Yes. Right after you guys listen to the podcast on uh, March 27th, when which is when we'll be dropping, go listen to the new Pearl Jam album that also comes out March 27th. Uh. Gigaton, right? Gigaton? Uh, yeah. Gigatron, maybe? Or Gigaton? Or Gigaton, something like that? I don't know. It's a Giga something. It's a Giga something. I've heard a couple tracks off of it. Uh, it's, uh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's going to be good. So. Well, I'll tell you what. While you're throwing out music ones, I've got one for you, too. Um, I can't remember when it comes out yet. Uh, Josh, you may know. But the new Jason Isbell album is getting ready to drop. Jason Isbell in the 400 unit. And he's got two, at least two tracks on it have dropped so far. And, man, it is so good. I'm so excited. So there's mine. Clay, do you you want to throw a recommendation out while we're at it? Support your local comic book store. That's it. Good recommendation. Awesome. And with that, we're we're done, folks. Uh, You can find us on all the podcast streaming sites out there. And please make sure and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you haven't joined the Facebook group yet, you just search for Ramblings from Nowhere. Find us on Twitter at From Ramblings and on Instagram it's RFN underscore podcast. Also, don't forget to send us those emails with any questions or comments to RFN.podcast1 at gmail.com. Clay, where can everybody find you on social media? On Twitter at sweet JJ the number one the letter S. Josh, do you have a social media that you would like people to follow you? I'm on the Facebook page a lot. Uh, That's probably the best one. Why not? Awesome. And I am on Twitter at Jason76Z. And I want to remind you again this week to please do the five. Help us stop coronavirus. Uh, Number one, hands. Wash them often. Two, elbow. Cough into it. Three, face. Don't touch it. Four, space. Keep a safe distance. distance. Five, home. Stay if you can. Six, wash your asshole. (laughs) I know a lot of people, like, they'd be lazy and stuff. They're not washing themselves like they should. Wash your asshole. (laughs) Thanks, Clay, for running the the one serious moment (laughs) in the entire episode. I I would like to have a correction on your uh, do the five uh, things for coronavirus from last week. Uh, You said three feet. uh, The CDC is now recommending six feet. Six feet, uh, yes. I was just – I'm reading directly from – just reading it directly off of Google Google homepage, homepage, and uh, that's where it was at then. But, gentlemen, with that – 
We are out. Her name was Martha. <laughs> Martha. 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 <laughs> the dumbest turn in DC. Stupid. Her name was Martha. Best friends now, Martha. Martha.